Hi there, my name is Min, and I'm a tiny Vietnamese book, movie, and overall fiction lover. Welcome to the Mini Bookworm Podcast, where I give my honest mini reviews on books, comics, or TV shows that I've enjoyed recently. If you've just finished a book or series that you have lots and lots of feelings about, or if you're looking for some fun literary and media recommendations to delve into, then hopefully this podcast will be the place for you. Hi, bookworms and casual listeners. Welcome back to the mini bookworm podcast. And first of all, I am so, so sorry for not updating this podcast in over two weeks now, I think. I've just had a little bit of a chaotic past couple of weeks, and I know that's not an excuse, but hopefully I'm back now. I'm, you know, I'm feeling better and having more time to dedicate to the podcast. And so I'm playing a little bit of catch up with my blog. I've still been updating there weekly. So if you want to check out the reviews that I came out with the past two weeks, you can check them out on there first while I, you know, re continue to re-upload the podcasts. But for this week's episode, we will be talking about Second First Impressions, which is an amazing romance novel that I actually got to read before it was actually published, like all the way back in the beginning of this year. And Second First Impressions is a novel by Sally Thorne, which is an author that you might know as, you know, the person responsible for The Hating Game, which is an absolute hit. And there's a movie adaptation coming soon with Lucy Hale. And so I am super excited about that and also super excited about sharing Sally's work with you guys. So without further ado, let's jump into my review of Second First Impressions. We all make snap judgments. In a world so full of sensory stimulation, our brains take any shortcuts, any simplifications possible in order to make it easier for us to digest complex arrays of cognitive input. Assumptions based on brief first interactions are one of these shortcuts providing ready templates for characteristics and behavior that we can apply to the people we meet. But we often glaze over the lack of information available to us when we make such presumptions, rarely acknowledge that we are employing hasty stereotypes to inform our opinion of someone. The importance of first impressions in our society is paramount. Job interviews can be decided in the first few minutes of the conversation, Friendships started or avoided based on a mere glance. So if a person gives us a terrible first impression, is there a way for them to redeem themselves in our eyes? This is the premise of Second First Impressions, Sally Thorne's third standalone romance novel. Lucy Madonna, acting office manager and all-around handy woman at Providence Luxury Retirement Villa, knows that she is not quite caught up with the tech whizzes of the 21st century. With her love of safety and routine and cozy knit cardigans, Ruthie prefers to think of herself as an old soul. But when a tattooed young man with stunning hair, whose gas money Ruthie pays for in a moment of kindness, literally calls her an old woman and insults her attire, she wants nothing more than to wipe the smile off his face and get her charity $20 back. 
Imagine her surprise, however, when she finds out that her mystery man is Teddy Prescott, only son of the owner of Providence, who in turn wants her to let Teddy crash in the unoccupied half of her cabin in exchange for any odd work around the office. Still smarting from Teddy's careless comment, Ruthie introduces him to the most difficult job in the retirement complex, assisting the Parloni sisters who exemplify the eccentric old woman archetype to a T. It'll be up to Teddy to charm the demanding Parlonis and, in the process, maybe charm Ruthie as well. I got an ARC, or Advanced Reader's Copy, of Second First Impressions all the way back in January from none other than the wonderful Sally Thorne herself, and I am so eternally grateful for this, and I devoured it in something like two sittings. I've been a fan of Sally since The Hating Game, which was an absolute sensation in 2016, and which hit me and my feelings like a freight train. Since then, I've religiously read and loved everything that Sally has come out with, and Second First Impressions was no exception. With each new book, Sally brings a new romance trope to life. With The Hating Game, it was enemies to lovers. With a 99% mind came childhood friends. And with second first impressions, Sally embodied opposites attract with a wonderful, sparkling chemistry. Sally has an extremely unique tone in her books that distinguishes her from other writers on the market. Quirky, effervescent, and instantly endearing, with just the right touch of whip-sharp wit and laugh-out-loud humor. Her writing is always a little more stream of conscious, a little more personal and relatable, and this creates the perfect room to display the protagonist's core emotions and play-by-play thoughts with technicolor vivacity. That's the thing about Sally's books. They make you feel, even if you don't truly identify with the characters. As a heroine, Ruthie is nothing like me. She's shy and introverted and anxious in her personal life, yet simultaneously cool and collected when it comes to making sure the residents and golden bonnet tortoises of Providence are well taken care of. Yet whenever she was hurt and vulnerable, or whenever she alternated between finger-twisting nervousness and mind-numbing elation around Teddy and his casual teasing, I could envision the emotions taking flight in myself, down to the heart flutters and furious stomach butterflies because of how precisely Sally captures them. The opposites attract aspect of second first impressions is also very well executed and dangerously fun to read. This is not a particularly dramatic book like The Hating Game, which simply oozes unresolved sexual tension from every chapter, but in its own light and warm and bubbly way, the novel encapsulates the beauty of different personalities coming together in friendship and romance. Where Ruthie is cautious and steady, cocooned in the serenity and solitude of Providence, Teddy is charismatic, silver-tongued, and flighty, never holding down a partner or a job for too long. With the flair of a true artist and the commitment issues of a serial dater, Teddy is a great foil and romantic interest for Ruthie because while they might not make for a particularly rational pairing, the sparks that fly between them are enough to electrify an entire football field. 
Their dialogue, always tinged with the subtlest hint of flirtation, even when they're discussing seri serious topics like family trauma and future career aspects, makes for an intensely captivating read. And I was invested in their journey to expect a couple them from their second, first impression. See what I did there? But my favorite part of second, first impressions is that the novel is just as much about Ruthie's and Teddy's budding relationship as it is about their individual development into better versions of themselves. With the help of Melanie Sasaki, their rambunctious temp at Providence, and Ruthie's self-appointed dating coach, Ruthie learns to step out of her comfort zone not only in romance, but also in life in general, gaining confidence in her appearance, her skills, and her ambitions. It's extremely gratifying to watch Ruthie's transformation from someone who gets scared of the idea of leaving Providence grounds to someone who will willingly tag along to the thrift store with Melanie to update her wardrobe. This nice thing is that unlike the glow-ups in movies that can sometimes feel superficial and maybe a little vain, the changes that Ruthie goes through are much more substantial and lasting giving her satisfying boosts in self-assurance while still preserving her essence of kindness and quiet caring. Teddy also becomes less and less undependable as the book goes on, coming to understand the necessity for stability and being there for others. In love, people tend to mold themselves to become better partners, but it's also refreshing to see people improve themselves on their own accord. All in all, Second First Impressions is another stellar addition to Sally Thorne's repertoire. The novel offers two lovable protagonists, an ensemble of hilarious and well-developed secondary characters, and a relationship that you will find yourself rooting for wholeheartedly. If you're looking for a light but highly engrossing romance novel, check out Second First Impressions. Or, in all fairness, anything by Sally Thorne and... I'm sure that you will not be disappointed. And that is the end of my review of Second First Impressions by Sally Thorne. Hope you guys enjoyed that. I think this is one of the first purely romance-based novels in my podcast. Like, usually I'm kind of vacillate between contemporary and romance or fantasy and romance or something else plus romance but second first impressions is just straight up romance good old love stories good old like feel good novels that you kind of curl up with and you giggle to yourself or just have a good time um, so if you do pick this up please let me know how you feel about it this is a wonderful book that I think would be great for summer or for anyone who wants to de-stress during these difficult pandemic times so again please if you have thoughts or if you ever want to chat feel free to message me through my email my anchor fm or my instagram I'm available through all of those platforms and Hopefully, I'll see you soon again for my next review. Thank you guys so much for being here and staying patient with me. And I'll see you in my next one. Bye!